Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, the pace are bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its loads of nights. We fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow, you are the first team. It's episode 37, season 6 of the Tottenham Family Podcast, the final podcast of this long, long season. Um, joining me this week on the podcast, Bex from Portsmouth. Good evening. John from Merchester. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. And David from Sussex. Good evening. Right. Um, let's talk about today. Crystal Palace, um, we, we knew what we had to do. Um, get a result against Palace and hope that Wolves fail to get a result against um, against Chelsea. And... Wolves didn't let us down. They 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 did their bit. They lost, um, and we uh, we did our bit, which was which was a draw, which which was sufficient. So we we've finished the season in sixth place, qualified for the Europa League. We should be jumping for joy at this point. Um, who shall I come to first? Bex Bex is shaking her head, um, <laughs> playing, with, um, playing with a kissing. Um, yeah, not, we, the, um, not the most exciting game, but today wasn't about it being an exciting game. It was literally about getting a decent result um, and finishing the season. So the result was mm, a little bit important. Not the best of games either. I don't know whether that's just because we nobody really bothered. It's been a weird season anyway. Everybody's just glad to see the back of it, but not the most inspiring game. So yeah, I, it did what we we did what we had to. Um, First half was good. Second half was really, really like the bad old Mourinho days. So I'm good with it. Quite frankly, I'm done. That's it. Football is over. It's like the last day of school, isn't it? <laughs> there is it's, that feeling this term to it. that seems to have been going on for bloody ever, and now we're finally done with it. So before, before I bring in John and David, my, my my feelings on this on this season are a bit like exactly like that, like school. When you have one bad year somewhere in your school. Life, but it just happens to be it happens to be not one of those years where you've got exams where you've got like you know you're sitting your GCSEs or A levels or whatever it might be. So it's it's the year before that. So you have a bad year. It's not so consequential. It might mean that you end up starting the following season, the following school term in a lower English or maths or science group than you'd otherwise want to be in. That's effectively where we are with the, with the in the Europa League we're not at the top table anymore but we go again next season we start from scratch um, and we can put this bad school year behind us and just 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 start again ne- next year um, and maybe it'll, it'll be it'll be more encouraging um, it, it'll, it'll be a better season um, overall um, if I go to you next David were there any was there anything positive out of out of today other than uh, the result yeah that's that's the, the the result was the only real positive um game got worse i guess game management was there i, I did think about it after and i thought well if that had been pochettino i think he would have gone for the game a bit more and he would have at least got filmed down um he would have gone for the game and 
possibly lost it. He doesn't he doesn't like losing. It always about winning with Pochettino, mm. which I, I loved him for. But I said at the beginning, uh, certainly when we started again from the lockdown, that um, I will give uh, Mourinho a, a free pass. No matter what he does, he's got us into the Europa, and I salute him for that. Because a few weeks ago, I turned around and said, you know what, we're looking down, we're not looking up. You know, after I think it was a Sheffield United game, this is this is just a real low point, and, and we'll be lucky to finish in the top half. Um, and really, he's he's dragged us out. But you see the difference now. There is a game management. No matter, and I don't like it. I don't like watching it. It's not pretty. It's hard work. But he did game manage today. Got the result, and they knew. They quite simply knew from the sideline because they were talking about it. players after said that they knew that Wolves were two nil down, and they presumed at that stage dangerously that that's how it's going to remain. We'll just keep the draw, and Palace were happy to keep in the draw as well. Yeah, I mean it, it remains to be seen if if it, I, I, I take your point about Pochettino. The the, the the approach was very different. It was very much go out, get the win, impose yourself on on, on, the, on the opposition. Eight, nine times out of ten, that worked. Occasionally, we'd come unstuck. Somebody might hit us on the break. Or, you know, we, 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 we might try to do that and, and not get not get the results. And Jose is a masterclass of getting a result when he has to. And I'm I'm all for that in a situation where, if it was a Champions League final last year, I would have taken a boring, boring game of football where I'm sticking needles in my eyes. But we we if we I trade that off for, for for a win, or if it was a semi-final, second leg, and you just need to get well, a result. What, that, that's what Liverpool did. Yeah, that's exactly what they did, and and I and I I, I take that, and to some extent, Jose today we, we had to get we had to get a win, as it was a draw was enough, and you know we we, we did that, but it's you know over the course of the season I don't know if that's uh, sustainable and enjoyable the fans John um, anything positive about today I mean Kane got on the score sheet that was yeah, and it was well taken goal um, yeah. but um, European football for the 11th consecutive season it's a positive mm-hmm. you know um, from where where we were and we were on level points with Crystal Palace when Jose joined us and we were looking more like being in a relegation fight than going up the table as David yeah. said you know to, to get sixth is nothing short of a bloody amazing um, g- given how we like to um, mention our players and how good they are and how bad some of them are to, to do it with who we've got on, on, on the on the pay bill is even better because some of those players are distinctly not up to the, the task if you ask me and they need to be upgraded but this is what they paid Mourinho for to get us moving up the table and you know the next step for Mourinho is to win something I always say it'd be nice to have a cup get our name on a pot and that's the next thing year ends in a one next year as we mm. said you know let's see but yeah to, <laughs> to, to get to get European football from where we were amazing that's, yeah. a, that's a major positive yeah um, we had a comment from Gilly he says, from the point of view of our second half performance, with the half-time score from the homicidal oligarchs West London Pleasure Dome, the worst thing possible. I think, uh, what, 2-0 up, I think, by that stage? Yeah. Going to the second half. Um, we were 1-0 up, and you know, was there a, a feeling of we can sit back and... Did, you know, did, did we take our eye off the ball somewhat? 
would they have known the score? I don't know. That, look, yeah, it it, it would have been Jose. It, it's his game plan, isn't it? He's like Dave said, game management. See mm. the game out with with a. If I don't know if we'd have scored, if they'd have scored, if Sanchez had been in the team, I think he. It's a bit harsh that he wasn't playing today. I don't think he's done anything wrong, and I think he's been solid next to Toby. Um, I thought it was harsh that Dyer was in, um, and we seem to concede when he's there. So I, uh, maybe, Wendell, maybe yeah. Dyer shouldn't have played. But I, I don't know that. I don't think they... Mourinho would have changed his game plan. No. If Wolves were a goal up, I think no. he, re- he would have relied on Chelsea being strong enough to come back mm. and affect the score because their desire for European football was the same as ours. So I think there's a good chance that we would have carried on exactly the way we were because that's all we needed to do and let Chelsea worry about their game. I suppose uh, um, win or draw, we would have gone. We'd have got got the European football. Yeah. So just protect what you have, I suppose. Yeah. But it's, it's Mourinho's bread and butter, isn't it? I, I think there are questions, and there are unanswered questions, not not ones for today. It does it, it in a sense what Gilly said. It doesn't matter because the fact is, Wolves were two 0 behind, and and we didn't have to go chasing a game. We didn't necessarily have to change anything, but we didn't have to. It, it didn't put the, the, the pressure on us. Maybe the mindset would have been different if. Um, if we if if we had to you know if we were if we were losing for example and we needed to get an equaliser then maybe you'd see a different Tottenham so we, we don't know we don't know how Tottenham would cope a Jose Tottenham team would cope in those circumstances we don't know how they cope when the team puts a lot of players behind the ball and, and we've got to do something something different and break down those sort of defences but we we know I suppose what I'm saying is about ways we know what we had to do today um, and we did it we've got sixth place which is what I think that we've only finished it's it's the lowest that we finished in the league since the AVB Sherwood season we also finished sixth then we haven't finished outside of the top six since um, since the decade before last there you go wow I think 2010 we finished fourth and we finished either fourth, fifth, third or second and then sixth the with season and this season so um, yeah, as John said earlier 11th season in, in, in Europe um, I'm struggling to think of things to say about Palace today what, what I say is that um, a few weeks time or certainly beginning of next season this game will not be remembered no one will care <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow well, it, uh, I'll struggle yeah. to remember it to be honest yeah end of exactly. point yeah I mean it's just does it did it matter no at the end of the day we got the result and, and we just shove it to the back of our minds yeah. and move on it's been an incredible season for, for obvious reasons and that just depicted a, an awful lot of the season didn't it just of, of nothing so we move on mm-hmm Okay. Before we dive into questions and also look ahead a little bit into next season, um, uh, I'm just going to go back to uh, the very first podcast of this season, which was almost a year ago, almost 12 months ago, back in August, early August last year. Um, the four of us got together, recorded the first pod before before a ball was kicked, and whilst the transfer window was still still hadn't been finalised. I think by that point we'd already got Don Bele, but the Lacelso and Session deals hadn't gone through. And we made a few predictions. So I'm just I just made, made some notes. <laughs> so this is quite interesting. So I'll start with the top four. 
Um, I predicted the Spurs would win the league. City second, Liverpool third, and then either United or Chelsea fourth. And I think Bex, you agreed with that. Um, John and John and David. So interesting. Nobody predicted Liverpool with the league. Both John and David said City would win. Liverpool second, Spurs third. I think David, he said Arsenal fourth, and and John scrapped between Chelsea, Arsenal, and United for fourth. Uh, so that hasn't quite worked out the way we wanted it from a Spurs perspective. And um, the relegated. But super quickly, can we just discuss who was that team? Oh, Arsenal. Let's have a, just a, <laughs> a little bit of a gloat because they are playing in Europe next season. No, not as no, I don't believe no. they are. Tragic, no. unless they win the FA Cup. Let's so, hope they don't. Yeah. Sort of, they, they will probably be unbearable. will. I mean, uh, Sorry, it, it's that amusing that they're, 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 they're so, uh, fans on their social media, oh, you're giving it because you finished above you, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Uh, they literally made up a name for finishing above us. And, you know, so uh, their fan base never struggles to amaze me but I really hope they don't get Europe I hope I can't I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud but I hope Chelsea beat them <laughs> caught between the devil and the deep blue sea aren't you because yeah. it doesn't matter yeah. which team you want to win no. yeah but it just feels wrong like last season in the Europa yeah all the way to where was it Eastern Europe I think they were almost in the Middle East weren't they to play that game <laughs> good heavens <laughs> If there was a second wave of COVID in London, would the FA Cup final take place in a week's time? It'd have to be a pretty serious wave. I Why think. would they not let it happen? Hell bent on. Players are in a bubble, and it's, it's only the staff that's the issue. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm I jest. Wishful thinking. Yeah. Um, but the relegation teams is quite interesting. So, um, <laughs> John and David just said. All of the promoted teams would get relegated. Bex, you went for Sheffield United, Southampton, and I think West Ham, but more out of hope rather than. Mm. Um, and I went for Sheffield United, Newcastle, and Brighton. So moving along. Um... <laughs> yeah. We were more of that is, more of that is we're good at predictions, eh? Yeah. yeah. I, I genuinely yeah. felt Newcastle were going to be awful under Steve Bruce, and I thought Brighton, a bit of it was hope that they'd go that way because they got part, partly because they got rid of Chris Hewton, and I thought that's what they deserved. But Sheffield United, I think we all agreed they'd go down, but they've been the big surprise of all of all the promoted clubs to stay up. Um, and then the only other thing in terms of predictions, I think just just from a Spurs perspective, I think we were all sort of fairly confident that would finish in the top three to quote David we should get third and no one near us um, John I think you, you thought we'd go yeah. one one better in the Champions League Bex you talked about the double um, David David oh, must have been drunk <laughs> David did listening back David made a point which is which probably holds today true today although um, I don't none of us would have predicted the managerial change which was something along the lines of we'd purchased Dombele at that point in the summer and we were linked with a few others David predicted that we'd dip in the transfer market in, in January again which we have with uh, Bergwijn and uh, who's the lad that we've got on loan yeah, yeah. and and that we'd spend again in the summer and by that point players would be settled and we'd, that the, the rebuild would, would, would be complete um, but 
don't think any one of us will, any one of us would have envisaged the managerial change. There you go. Um, no, uh, nobody saw that coming. No. Uh, okay. It's in terms of the season as a whole, two managers, four competitions we've we've competed in and by and large failed. Although we've we've managed to qualify for Europa through, through the league. Um, in terms of an end of, end of term report. How would you grade Spurs if I come to Bex first? Um, a, B, C? <laughs> um, probably a C, I think. Not. The managerial changes understood. Disappointing, but understood. Much as I don't like Mourinho, I think and the lockdown really didn't help him. We weren't playing great before lockdown, and then those first couple of games up until the Bournemouth game we were just awful to watch but then it's picked up slightly since then so maybe this is him just finding his feet and if you were to put that into the same situation as the start of a new season that's kind of what you'd expect the first bunch of games being a little bit slow and the team not looking settled and then them really finding their feet and I think that's what we've done but I do think them their players really should step up and take a little bit of responsibility for what hasn't happened what they have failed to do Mm. and that is to play like a team and we've all said it it goes back to before the Champions League final it goes back a way before then Poch failed to sort it I'm not sure Mourinho has sorted it just because it looks better I'm not sure it's right but we won't know that until he gets some players in because it's not yeah. his team this is still Poch's team it's still the dregs of whatever we've got left over um, and it will take a couple of years for Mourinho to get his players in and for us to play the way that he wants us to so I think overall, yeah, them players need to take a look at themselves and say, mm, maybe I could have done slightly better. If if the if the decline started before the Champions League final because of because of let's just say the previous manager, but also the players, as you mentioned, the lack of investment from from the club to transfer windows, is it also fair to argue that? the failure or the disappointment of the Champions League final hit, hit us as a club maybe would it have been any different if we'd won the Champions League I don't know because the players just they weren't there on the day they weren't there for previous games the opening game of the season that game against Villa was bloody awful mm. and whilst you do expect it I mean that was like a way standard below the or way below the standard we would have expected and it was at our home ground so you would a nice glamorous game for a promoted side you would have expected Spurs to really show off a little bit and instead it was dire so right to start from the season carried on from last season in that it was bloody awful to watch and those players you do have to question sometimes what exactly they are doing with all their money and their time spent training and how a manager motivates them how do you motivate somebody when they've just lost the biggest Domestic or the biggest club tournament of their career. How do you get people back from that? Ask Ask Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> yeah, ask him, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. I think we questioned how we kick on after losing it. Liverpool kicked on, then made some signings and picked yeah. up, and we just did. Seems to be completely opposite and imploded. Good old Spurs. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> John. Um, how do you how do you how do you mark Spurs down? You're the headmaster. I'm the headmaster. You're expelled. Um, smoking behind the bike sheds again. 
Um, I'm, I'm going to say um, a C minus and a D for effort and an E in their PE. <laughs> I don't know where... Right, Jose's had a free hit, as David said, mm-hmm. but how does he improve on the performances to, to, to get the results? Because if we have a season of performances like that we could win every other game 1-0 and get a couple of other wins we're going to lose some you know we, we'll probably end up maybe where we are again this season um, with some luck we might get a, good, a nice cup run but how does how, how does that how does that performance improve on that pitch because I don't think it's been good at all since we've come back and he's had a pre-season with them literally a small pre-season to yeah. get them ready that's, that's his team they're performing to his instructions but they're they're making my eyes bleed and I can't see that changing drastically next season at all I mm. really can't so uh, yeah um, and uh, yeah E for PE D for effort and uh, was it a C minus overall okay I feel as though as ever on these occasions that David's going to be the voice of optimism and he's going to sound up, up more upbeat than the rest of us come on David come on no I'm not actually I'm putting a D on <laughs> I'm really disappointed with the team on the uh, since the lockdown um, has been released because our ball retention and that was really obvious today. Our ball retention is really poor, Re- and I don't and I can't blame necessarily Mourinho for that. He set them up to play a certain way. When we come out, we get the ball. We've got quality players. We've seen what those players are capable of. And yet they're giving it away. Sissoko today was very poor for him. You know, Lacelso really not uh, not giving it away. And I know what you think of Aurier, and, and Aurier matched my expectations again today of being in and out the game. It's really poor, um, and I would just give them a D. Uh, they should be a lot better. And that's partly why we keep saying, well, this is you know turgid football. Mourinho means turgid football, but. It's a, it's a heavy defending and a breaks by catching on the break. Now, we've seen it done very well with Leicester City, and it was superb when we did it. But again, the retention of the ball has to be down individually to the players. So I give them a D. I, I think they've been really poor. And um, I'm hoping that... Well, I mean, the, the, the signings that we said... Uh, I, I listened to the podcast, uh, Season 6, Episode 1. Uh, I listened to that and the, what we were saying at the time, and... Um, signing Dembele, I thought, oh, that's exciting. I said, oh, that's exciting. And we were talking about Jack Clark. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. And where's he gone? Well, he's gone up in a puff of smoke in the distance at QPR. Hasn't even got on the pitch. Um, and and you've got Sessignon, who I had really great hopes for this season. Um, another guy who could come flying down that left-hand side on the wing. Not to be seen. Not to be seen. Really disappointing, the whole thing. There's very little I can say upbeat other than the fact that we retrieve the situation to get into Europe. And, and that is a right result. Yeah. I think in terms of grade, I agree with you, D. And that's, for me, the collective, the whole season. From, as Bex points out, from early on in the season, when, when Potter was manager, I think we were poor. Um, sadly, I, I you go back to... The Villa game we won, but like the Newcastle game, I remember we had something like 80% possession of the ball. Now, 
there is nothing worse than a team having that much possession of the ball and doing sweet FA with with the ball. It looks awful. It's it's in some ways it's more frustrating to watch than watching us not have the ball and taking teams on the counter and, and not being um, not taking the initiative and, and, and being attacked. It, it, it was it was awful. It was it was shades of AVB at, 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 at the very worst. Ball just going from si- side to side. Yeah. So that whole period. Um, under Poch early on in the season, you know, we, can, we can blame we can blame the club for not investing in two windows. I think the players need to share responsibility. Some of it's going to fall on Pochettino as well. Obviously, we went out went out of the League Cup. None of that was good. None of that build up to the point that Poch got sacked was a good time. The speculation each and every week is you know is it going to go and 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 it started off. What about that? They bloody Colchester. Colchester, yeah, that, that that was all of that. Okay. How is that real? It, <laughs> it was. It happened. It happened. Um, yeah, it the, happened. The only thing, the only thing about Pochettino, Rain, I would say is I'm like, this, well documented. I, I, I didn't think it was right to sack him. I still don't think it was. But the point at which he got sacked, we were 14th from the table. We were only three points off fifth. So it looked. It looks a lot worse because of the position in the league than actually it was because it, because of so many teams from 14 to, to fifth that were on a similar sort of point scale. That said, if you look at the overall performances, it, maybe it felt like there was a slide and and some something needed needed to change. So anyway, new manager comes in. Um, look at what Jose's done. I think that the defeat if if Poch had his point. Going out of the cup was was disappointment, and obviously the the Brighton game as well, and the Bayern games under him. The Norwich game, I think, under Jose was awful. Going out of the FA Cup, that's a, that's a team at home. We should have, you know, in a competition that we we should be looking to win. I think that that was a disappointment. That was that was under under Jose's watch. Obviously, went out of the Champions League. Um, the league um, has been. It's been a lot better in terms of getting the results post lockdown, and we've got you know the positive side of it is we've we've got we salvaged some things we've something we've finished six we're in the Europa, but the football's just been awful to watch and I can't help thinking I know it's all ifs and buts but if if the season hadn't finished when it had finished would we be in the Europa now if there had been no lockdown because we wouldn't have had Harry Kane we wouldn't have had Musa Soko we still wouldn't have had Harry um, Son. And we didn't have great form February, March, early March. So who knows? Um, as it is, we, we've managed to salvage something. But overall, I just think, just think a D. And and it's a collective for me. It's the players, to some degree, both managers, and and the lack of investment from the from from the board. But that's a more long-standing thing that goes back to. Previous seasons, I think we're, we're paying the we're, this season. We paid the price of those two transfer windows when we didn't sign anybody. And yeah, there might be mitigating reasons, you know, um, reasons for the, that, that and the stadium build, etc. But it, it's but it's been explain how those players who are essentially the same group of players that mm-hmm. played so well for Poch up until what February or March of last year yeah. were so pissed poor. Mm-hmm. So what, like guys? Okay. Who doesn't like who? Where are the clicks? Who's fallen out with whom? Who's slagged off so and so? Were you sleeping with his missus? 
So that's forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, who, who punched? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so you know, was there a punch on the training ground or something? What? what Hang on a minute. I'll have a look. Team fright. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to check it. Oh no, it's all right. <laughs> so what? What was it that went wrong? Like that badly wrong that has caused that team to fall apart? And we questioned it at the end of last season. And you kind of think, oh, well, you know, whatever, it'll be okay next season. And then it was bloody worse. I didn't actually think that was possible. But there you go. The, uh, the, the Champions League Cup run um, masked what was a poor season. Yeah. Really did. Yeah. You know, but and that again, was glorious. Uh, but that was what glorious. was the poor, hold on, what was the poor second half of the season? Because we were flying up until February, we were flying. Um, yeah, so that's what I said up until what, February yeah. or March of yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it all, and then so I don't know what happened then. And you know there were lots of rumours and I don't know. It just seemed that they, a group of what previously had been friends, something happened. There was a falling out, and then all of a sudden there was like this. They just weren't a cohesive unit any longer. And I'd like, I dearly love to know what happened there, but nobody's going to tell me. So I'll just have to be quiet and possess my soul in patience. If only the Amazon documentary had been last season, we might have known. It might shed some light on on what really happened behind the scenes. Who knows? Where it might, where it might shed disaster, um, and we'll look like a bunch of idiots. Because I really don't want that to come out, and yeah. I'm certainly not sure I want to watch it. To be honest with you, be good TV, I'm sure, on a cold September, October night, or whenever it's going to come out on TV. Uh, I think that if we were another club, or if we if it was Spurs in the 90s or noughties, and we finished six with a lesser group of players. That would be some big achievement. We would I have think, been delighted. Yeah, yeah. I think Absolutely. it's just. I think, and I don't think there's any shame in. We, we've been we've been spoiled the last few years. We've we've achieved certain heights. I know we haven't won a tra- we didn't win a trophy, but we, we we got to a certain level, and the expectations rose with it. And so, relative to where we were, to have the season that we did, to finish sixth, to play under both managers, to play football, which and then have results which haven't been great. Um, along the way it's been deeply deeply frustrating particularly as you, as you say back to the players that we had uh, hopefully next season will be better um, ok let us look at some questions so another one from Gilly what a terrible waste of a world class centre forward today and many a day I presume he's talking about lack of service to Kane um, Gilly goes on to say I'm pleased further in Europe so the end justifies the means I suppose but I want much more daring and doing from Spurs next season are we still and then he just goes on to say are we still in the Europa League if Wolverhampton Wanderers win the Europa League and Arsenal win the FA Cup that, that, that's, I saw that somewhere, somewhere else that was somebody was talking about that on, on somewhere on social media um, as far as I was aware that that's it. We'd qualified for the Europa, but we Sky, are, Sky yeah. and BBC have both said we have qualified for Europa. There well, was there no, you go. There's they no course. addendum. There's no addendum to that. Uh, this is not about all oh, weather wolves could win the Europa. Uh, Arsenal winning the FA Cup. All these combinations yeah. um, haven't been brought in. So I I thought we'd qualified at sixth, and I still do. We have. It just depends where we go in the competition at. So. If Wolves win it, we go in as, as a second round qualifier. If Arsenal win the FA Cup, we go in as a second round qualifier. And if Chelsea win the FA Cup, we're in the group stages. Okay. Okay. So it just depends on the outcome of those games. But I'm as it stands, for Chelsea. 
Yeah, as it stands, we're in Europa group stage at the moment until one of those things happens. So it's, so. it's a bit like an exit poll. BBC and the ITV, ITV have called it, so it's fine. <laughs> it <doesn't laughs> yeah. really matter. doesn't matter yeah. what happens. They've called it. We can just we can just play that card. Um, and other, Gilly's other point about end justifying the mean, means and, 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 you know, well, how much more daring. I mean, c- realistically, can we... I keep seeing a lot of Spurs fans saying on social, not everybody, but some number, saying that they're happy with, they're happy with, and all that matters is winning. I just don't know that that's sustainable over a course of a full season, particularly when crowds start returning to football, people start paying to go to matches, and football's, yeah, it's about winning, but surely it's about entertainment as well. Well, that's always been my mantra. I know I'm slightly different to other people where I go to football matches to be entertained we don't win a trophy every time we go into the ground so trophies for me are a lovely extra but I go to watch good football and we had some today for very short bursts but I still think there's more to come from us and I I live in hope next season that Mourinho will get a certain balance going forward that he will find that methodology where we can have that what they call low block get the ball and then love the ball a bit more retain it go forward on more break I mean Harry Kane I understand uh, what Gilly's saying and Harry Kane he'll be happy if he wins things but if he gets on the end of good crosses um, from a good break I think he'd be happy as Larry I, I live in hope I live in hope that that football will improve next season I say he's Mourinho's got a free hit for me at the moment and I'm, I'm, with everything that's gone on it's very difficult to really ultimately criticise anyone it's been a, an absolute shower hasn't it I mean, he's coming halfway through um, alright that's his own fault you know, he, he wants to take the job up but it's still a side that's low on confidence and he's had to deal then with the most un- use the one word unprecedented again uh, unprecedented situation um, so I have to uh, I have to support him going forward and and I just absolutely hope that he comes up with a brand of football that has that balance because somebody said to me the other day well I, I, I made the mention that well I can't not sure I can watch that turgid football again well what do you want you want to lose 3-0 well I don't think it's binary there has to be a third way Liverpool found it they defend well when they haven't got the ball they get behind it you call that a low block but they get it back they have that, that almost Barcelona thing five seconds get it back and they burst forward as a group and I don't see why we can't aim for that type style of football because mm. I, I think we ar- have the wrong manager yeah I Maybe. would argue that Sheffield and Wolves also play like that as well and they found out how they sussed out how to play in that method and it was the way that we were playing before when we were on song and um, in full cry under Poch as well will it come back under Jose I don't know I don't think we've got the personnel to make it happen at the moment. Well, that's, um, gonna... that's possibly true, yeah. That's down to recruitment, if we got any, so, yeah. Yeah, but it's not Mourinho's style. That's not his... His no, thing is not. to win. Yeah. And so long as he gets the results, he is... I don't... He doesn't ever want to seem, seem to buy those flair players, those kind of luxury players that will give you a great pass one game and then go missing for the rest of it it's not his style he just wants to win and if if winning means holding a 1-0 lead then that's what he'll do in order to achieve that 
he gets big physical players. Yeah. That's what he likes. So that they bully small teams. And that's what he's always done. Um, and, and that's what he'll look for. That's why I think he likes Dyer. He's a big lad, big unit. Yeah. Um, that's the way forward. So someone like Jack Clark may never get a look in. We may know he he may disappear like John Bostock did. Um, you know, I, I hate I shudder the thought. And that may happen to Cessignon. He may not suit yeah. the way he wants to play, and we may end up losing him because mm. shame. Yeah. I think he, Jose's always lucked out that he's had those creative players to to, to get those things. He goes yeah. out and sets out. Um, sets out not to concede and then everything else on top of that's a bonus for me that's how he's always gone out um and i think with kane he's got his he's got his foil up front with son and mora it seems he's got his two wide players he just needs to sort out somebody to replace either sissoko or winks in that midfield that's got a a little bit of creativity in there because it was so lacking today any kind of creativity in that midfield i I don't even think lo celso after the last couple of games is that person he wasn't exactly being creative at all um it's 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 crying out for ericsson that yeah we we're missing you know he might have been his head's gone towards the end and he wanted out but we um crying out for that player he can he can put those crosses in and, and pick those passes he's available again. For it. he he's is available. Isn't he? yeah <laughs> uh, who knows who knows and Jose's never going to change the style of football it's going to be it's all it's going to be unashamedly win at all costs um and which I guess isn't necessarily a bad thing yeah no, you know, it's, 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 that's what you want for your team don't you you want them to win stuff you want to be successful um, because that way enlightenment follows but it's just I think the contrast between the way that Poch plays you know when we were at our best and now what we have is made more stark so if we hadn't had Poch if we'd gone from AVB to Mourinho yeah. you, we would have thought it was an improvement but we've had that little Poch bit in the middle where you go oh this is fantastic this is really good football to watch and now we have gone back yeah. to that very kind of slow style where it's we're not pressing all the time and we are just happy to sit back and you just think I don't like it anymore do yeah. we? No that, that's a that's a really good point I mean it's a contrast from one style not just one style but one style that we had for several seasons it wasn't like a flash in the pan it was playing that way for several seasons and then going to something completely different um, and he's, he won't change that that's that's not going to change but what he can what he does need to do is readdress certain things like like David said, like re- retaining the ball, maybe maybe we won't s- retain the ball when the ball's so high up the pitch, but we still need to ball retention still need, needs to be better even if it's further, further down. And there still there needs to be some guile and creativity when those teams, lesser teams, come and park the bus. Whether that's a, an Ericsson type John or whether it's wingers in the old-fashioned sense or flying fullbacks, um, he, did he not have? Did he not bring cesspit? Fabregas to back to English football at Ch- when he was manager at Chelsea in his second spell, and I think he, f- f- I seem to recall, he was a creative player they had, and even in his first spell he had players like Robin and Duff in wide areas mm. that would that would. Oh, he needs he needs to add if he wants to play the way that he's playing, which is which he will. He's not going to change that. He still needs to tweak a few things, and that, that whether that's wide players, William, he was that was one they brought in. 
we need some of that going forward next season otherwise it will be I don't, I don't even think it's going to be painful to, I think actually it will come unstuck at some point because I, I just think statistically if a, if you play against a team in a game and you and they have 25 shots on goal and you win 2-0 right fantastic job done you're not going to statistically I don't think you can do that over the course of 38 games it's going to come unstuck because at some point you'll play a team that gets that will have possession that will get you know, twenty odd shots in, on goal. They'll be a better team. They'll be clinical, and they'll they'll score. And then then the questions are then asked of you, and you've got to come out and play. So I I, I think that he there are areas that he needs to improve. Um, some, and some of it is it's not even a question of style, or it's just it's the things that you mentioned earlier, Bex, about the players, the attitude, um, those sort of just basic managerial stuff. Uh, what else have we got on, on the running order? Um, uh, 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 Spurs Liam. Spurs Liam 7 is Twitter handle. What's been your best and worst point of the season? Um, David. Oh, uh, Bournemouth was the worst point. That's all I can really remember. Bournemouth was, I mean, it was just like sleeping in porridge. That was to watch that. It was just awful. Um, I, I, <laughs> that, so, no, no doubt about it best point oh my goodness me do you know that's how bad it is i can't even think of a really no. high point and i can't other than harry kane i mean today a high point that i can remember is his goal today which was taken mm-hmm. so well um oh crikey give me a goal there must have been a harry goal somewhere he curled one in who was that against leicester uh, last week leicester last week yeah i mean i think that's probably my high point that probably is uh, in truth uh, but no, it's easy. Bournemouth, Brighton was pretty bad. Sheffield United was awful, but Bournemouth just—that was it. You know, okay. just awful. Uh, Bex, highs and lows for the season. So the low is definitely that Bournemouth game. I can't disagree with that. It was just bloody awful. Um, enough to make you want to slit your wrists. And I guess the high has to be beating Arsenal. Okay, fair enough. Who doesn't like that? Yeah. <laughs> Lowe's, all of it, all of this season has been a low. Yeah. I don't think it's struggled to raise its head above mediocrity at any point. Um, high point, I would say getting six. Um, and that's about it. And that's about it. Yeah, that's good. That says, it says it all what we've all just said, doesn't it? We actually can't really find a great qualifier. I mean, if you said last last season what we all said Ajax away I mean it's an easy it's a shoe in yeah. isn't it you know what a wonderful night that's a glory night and it was if you, if you don't, don't take, take that as a glory night you're not going to enjoy anything that was wonderful so we had the high point there was nothing this season two domestic cups we should have we, I mean, it's only Arsenal and Chelsea have got to the FA Cup fight we should be there and we haven't so you know that should have been a high point we're nowhere near it. Was Sonny's goal versus Burnley this season? Yes. Yeah. So, long ago, so long ago. So long ago. That's a yeah. high point because that was a cracking goal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's a trouble. That sounds. It feels like last season because it does. Of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I've sort of <laughs> struggled to think past lockdown. Basically, yeah. uh, you know, it yeah. seems like we've had a, a yeah. mini, a mini season, and yeah. that mini season is typical of the rest of our season and how it's gone, unfortunately. 
might have got what, second most points since lockdown. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We've probably yes. played the worst football of any team I've seen. But I don't think anybody's been fantastic. There are very few games that I've seen and gone, oh, well, they've really, they've got the hang mm. of this. There's a couple of, you know, there's some nice bits of football, but no one team has played, well, that's a lie because I haven't watched all of them. From what I've seen, <laughs> no yeah. team, well, I won't watch Liverpool and I don't watch the Arsenal, I don't particularly like Chelsea and, you know, the Manchester team's meh. Um, but for many of the games that I have seen, nobody has played consistently really well all the way through the game. Everybody's had peaks and troughs and you go, oh, well, that was nice. And then you, 10 minutes later, you're like, is this the same team? Yeah, you're so absolutely right, Bex. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I, I, I thought that myself. And just as I'm going to blast at Spurs, and then I watch Chelsea and think, oh, they're awful. You know, West Ham, dreadful. And then they have a good game. You know, it's just, yeah. yeah. There's but, a lack but, of consistency across yeah, the yeah. front. Yeah. What's upsetting is it's what, 66 points could have got us third place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's nothing. The last in, couple in, of seasons. It's nothing, and that's that's what's that's what's really really frustrating. Well, not like you know. And uh, to be fair, we're uh, we're one victory away from pipping Leicester for fifth. You know, some small margins, it, yeah. considering so how so how so bad we think we've been, and we've all said the school reports, you know, C minus and Ds or whatever. We've still got six here. How many po- how many points were we off Champions League in the end? Um, six, six, seven points. Seven points. Yeah, yeah. Okay. points so, was in third as well. Yeah. So it's not like me to dig out Jose Mourinho, but I'll, I'll do so anyway. Um, I'm going to get my drink. The two the two games the the two games that really annoy me this season under him. Well, there are lots of Bournemouth, Sheffield United, crap football that we've witnessed the last few weeks there's a Norwich defeat the games against Chelsea really really annoy me because we, we I'm pretty sure one of those games if not both we went to, into it knowing that a win would put us above them and put us into top four and we screwed up both games we got nothing in, in, in either game and that was a mo- moment both those matches I was like we, we, we're not going to get Champions League football and we don't deserve it because We've had our opportunity. You only, only get so many bites of cherry. And okay, Chelsea are a good side, but they're also quite inconsistent. And and one of those performances in particular, the one at Stamford Bridge, we were awful. Um, and who knows if we had if we got better results in in, in those games, that would have been a, a swing to us. Chelsea would have got less. We would have got might more. We might finish finish somewhere in the top four. It's it's been frustrating. Um, I, I take heart from the fact that, apart from City and Liverpool, who are on a different league, I do think the teams above us are consistently inc- inc- inconsistent. And yeah. I think that that gives us a chance next season, if we improve on what we've got, and I'm sure we'll do that, that we could break into top four next season and have a better swell. You'd like to think a better season than this. Um, Can't be any worse. No, well, yeah, well you no, say that. You say that. Famous last one. It could be a hell of a lot worse. Really Looking could. forward to this conversation ne- this time next yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, please remind me of this. Please, please do. Oh. Right, final, final two questions. Another one from um, from Liam. To handle that's both Liam Seven. Do you think we will ever get back to standards of eighteen nineteen? 
I presume by that he just means the high, the, the highs of, of you know beating Ajax and getting to a Champions League final. As a fan, you have to believe it, don't you? You have to have faith, and I and I do. I I, I actually think that the uh, pandemic has been more damaging than anything else to us um, going forward. You know the, the cost it's 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 brought to us, um, and who we can buy and whether we can get to that level. I have to believe that we can, and I and I will keep the faith. I mean, it's very easy just to what we've been experienced this season to get very despondent and and see can't see the light, you know, at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. But I think I think we can. I do think we can. I think we will once we get that balance. We may have to change an awful lot of the players we've got now to do it. Um, get those ones out the door um, that that were previous with Pochettino. That sounds pretty harsh, but. Um, and, and refresh it all to do it, but I think we will. But it might take a couple of years. The, re- the rebuild should have been happening a couple of years ago, and we, uh, the club, whatever waiver is, and fucked up by not buying players. Can we get back to that where we were? There's no reason to say that we won't get the same thrill of uh, and rush of adrenaline when we beat Carrier Bag to get into the uh, Europa League final next season. Um, I, but I don't. We're ne- you're never going to be able to top that sensation of the Ajax AX game of the last minute goal of where we were in that moment and you know we're out we're done and that we're, you're never going to top that mm-hmm. you never you know we could we could stroll to a cup final next season and it's still not going to beat that adrenaline rush we got then ever that's never going to happen that so for that instant it's never going to happen again um, but there's no reason to say that we can't and uh, you know Jose is a serial winner. As, as we keep saying so you never know there, there, there could be finals in, in, in on the horizon I'd like to think there would be it's the hope that kills you mm. yeah how many years had we waited for that last season well how many years we not been in been in the well since the Premier since the Champions League started well yeah but even in the days of the old first division it had been a number of years since we were I think as good as we have been under Poch yeah. So it's hard to gauge, isn't it? God, do we have to wait another fucking thirty years? Nineteen sixty-two. Nineteen sixty-two. <laughs> That's Real Madrid. We got knocked out. We shouldn't oh, have done. We sake. shouldn't have done. So fifty years a... then. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> we we had the best team in the world at that time, and it and it under in the end it, it underperformed. It's a shame. Especially we got. Well, we Jim know that feeling well, don't we? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. So, I think mean, yeah, it will happen again. But yeah, like like John said, that Ajax game, you won't ever be able to beat that because of the circumstances surrounding it. It wasn't a, the game in its own right. It was everything else. It was everything that it meant. It was for that team. It was the fact that where we were at the end of the first half. Um, but it's only a game in it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, final question. I think it's a similar sort of question to, to the previous one from Liam. Um, Nate's. Twitter handle is Nate underscore HA. Could you have imagined a more apt end to the season? What a miserable second half, but in the end, it was good enough to meet our bare minimum expectations. That said, I think next season will be better. Do you agree? Yes. It has to be, yes. Yes. On what I hope. The year ends in one. Things can't get worse. <laughs> <laughs> the 
You are just racking up these quotes, aren't you, for the pod next year. <laughs> the manager, whether we like him or hate him or whatever, he's there and he's going to... He's, he's got no excuses. He's going to be there. He's going to have a full season ahead of him and a pre-season. Get his players in. I don't know. I, do, do you know what I think? To sort of go back to the previous question and the heights of eighteen nineteen, I just feel that... And this goes back to what Bexley said earlier about Spurs under Poch and what, what, what we're used to, you know, three or four years playing a particular way, and our expectations and that sort of thing. And I just feel that whatever happens next, so if we do, for example, qualify for the Champions League next season, maybe go on a cup run, dare I say it, win a trophy, which we haven't done in a very long time, I, I think the experience of that will be different because of everything that's followed I, I think that the, the, the playing style under Jose is different so it's, it, you, it's, it's not it's not going to generate the same level of excitement but also it will conjure up a different set of emotions I think there'll be once, once we do win a trophy I think that will bring a sense of relief but happiness that we've finally got something it might then change our expectations not just the club but also the fans in terms of that we can we don't have to be spursy that we can get over the line that we can win trophies so it, that will bring with it a set of a, a different set of expectations so I, I think there can be good times ahead but the Ajax for example victory that was off its time that was then and I think that what happens in the future will be you can't you can't compare things. Everything's going to be different. There's going to be good times ahead, but it's just going to be different. Maybe a bit boring. <laughs> Very boring. <laughs> Maybe nice caveat. Um, yeah, I don't. It's hard, isn't it? It's really, really hard. Will next season be much better? What if we are the only team that Mourinho doesn't win a trophy with? Yeah. Because that would you know, be spursy. We got form for that, much as I would hate to say it. And it would be amazing if he came in. He didn't he say last week or something. Um, he would take us into Europe and, and he wants us to win a trophy next season, and he would do that. Mm-hmm. Which would be amazing if he does. Don't get me wrong. It's not going to make him a legend because of the man he is. But I think that would go a long way to ameliorating the style of play that he has. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I may bring to you, of course, with the fixture lists coming up for the next two years, virtually without a break, because the Premier League starts again now, we know, September the 12th and runs through to May the 23rd. But during the start in September um, coming in, we've got uh, to play Iceland. England have. Hang on a minute. I'll put my England hat on. There we go. Very good. (laughs) For those that aren't watching, David has a face mask of Gareth Southgate. <laughs> put over him. So this is really, this could be very amusing. Um, yeah, so we've got the fifth of, of September. We've got Iceland, Denmark three days later on the eighth, um, and then October we've got Wales and Bel- it's all Nations League. And then the eleventh, three days, four days later, three days later, Belgium. Um, then the fourteenth we've got Denmark. Um, it just just and then 15th the 11th we've got Belgium and then again 18th of the 11th we've got Iceland so then we've got the Euro so 23rd of uh, May we finish the uh, Premier League 
And three weeks later, we kick off on June the 11th with the Euros, which finish on July the 11th, 2021. Then we've got the Premier League whenever that starts. And that's not been confirmed yet when that's starting. But of course, that then breaks on the 12th of November and runs right through to the 20, uh, to the 18th, I think it is, of uh, yeah December World Cup. So yeah, the World sorry. Cup itself finishes on the 18th of December, doesn't it? Is it yeah. going to start on the 12th of November? Or is that when the league will start? Sorry, 20, 21st. Sorry, it, it breaks on the 12th. Sorry, it breaks yeah, yeah. on the so 12th. And then it kicks off on, yeah, and it kicks off on the 21st of November. So it finishes on the 18th of December. It starts again, the Premier League, on the 26th, Boxing Day. So whoever's got the players, yeah, yeah. Whoever's got the players. Oh. Um, if we've got four or five again. In, in that side playing, i.e. Dyer and, you know... You know oh, no, he's not great. He's not good enough. Apparently, Kane's going to be injured. Because, um, quite frankly, a club over country at the moment. I mean, it's Help. just it's just a roll-on, roll-on, roll-on. Wow. And so, when we're trying to predict here just how well Spurs are going to do, just how well Mourinho will get them drilled and get them right, um, got a lot of pressing problems. But all the teams... We'll have to deal with this, but some will, will have it easier than others if they haven't got players playing international football. But most Premier League sides will have it. Just thought, when's the, um, when's the African Cup of Nations as oh, well? Yeah, I was just oh. going to mention, ask that. Oh, have you already looked it up? No, no, I, I oh, haven't okay. looked it up, but I was going to mention, I was going to ask. Come on, Stato. Oh, well, I wasn't, but I'm going to do A and C. <laughs> Let's have a look. Because that's going to put another spanner in the works. Yeah. Well, it is. So, is this a good time to have no... I mean, like, Sheffield United should be all right, because I'm guessing they haven't got that many international players. No, I was going to say that people, teams gone that have gone, just gone down would have been all right, because they haven't got yeah. any... Well, they come from... They the, tend to the, have, yeah. The, less, the lesser nations that don't qualify, shall we say. Uh, it, um, so there's a trick, trick here to have some really good players that are, but who aren't good enough to play for their countries but just one layer down so be, be a championship team then because that's essentially what it is yeah um yeah no, I, I, it's gonna be really hard it is and it, injuries will play a much bigger part than the normal then because everything I, is so crammed together so, so if what, you've got players finishing on the 18th in qatar yep so they're going to need a couple of weeks to readjust. Well, they Because we don't they? know how much that tournament is going to take out of them because of the weather, etc. Jeez, mm. they're not going to be back much before mid-Jan at the earliest, probably later. Maybe this is in uh, uh, Levy's spending plan for this summer, for this window. He's going to buy all the players that we need from the relegated teams in Sheffield Wednesday. So when the World Cup does come along, we don't get we don't get done by having all these players out. Okay, so I've got a question for all, all, all of you, just on the, on, on the back of Nate's question. He, he says that he thinks we'll have a better season. Better, he thinks we'll have a next, next season will be better. Do you agree? What constitutes a better season, in your opinion? Yeah, that's a good question, isn't it? Same manager all the way through? <laughs> uh, fifth place, fourth place. Trophy. Yeah. Any no one of those. major injuries to our top striker. So if we were in the scum's shoes at the moment, was it ninth place and a cup final? 
I mean, re- realistically, realistically, <laughs> what, what, what's no. What, what are we as a club trying to achieve? Are, are we looking to finish above City and Liverpool? You know, a few seasons ago, you would have talked about Spurs as you know, off the back of the Leicester season and the Chelsea teams already finished second. You, it wouldn't have been crazy to talk about Spurs as a title challenger, spend that little bit more, maybe then we can get over the line. Then there was the, the, the highest of reaching a Champions League final last season. Is any of that actually realistic going forward? Because I don't think, I don't think we can... I've just come to the conclusion, and maybe I should have come to this conclusion a long time ago, that actually we need to spend big. If we're going to, and spend wisely, of course, you can. Any idiot can spend money and and blow it away on shit signings. I think that if we're going to we compete, have done. we have, we've done that. But so have loads of other clubs. So have, so have United in the past when Van Gaal was manager and uh, Mourinho. Um, I just think that United, that City and Liverpool are in a completely different league to us, and I can't see us. I can't see any club finishing above either of those teams unless they spend big. Chelsea might be able to spend big. United. United. Yeah. I just. I don't think we're in that. We we. It would take a freak of nature. It would take a season where. Jose just gets the best out of the players, just grinds out results in the same way that um, that Poch did. Otherwise, I can't I can't see that. So realistically, a better season or a more achievable season for me would be finishing third or fourth and and, and a trophy. Is that achievable next season? It's achievable. Maybe. It's yeah. achievable, but you're right. I mean, now that Man City have managed to crush UEFA on the financial fair oh, play. Who and could I, possibly have foreseen yeah, that? Yeah, crikey. They did actually hire the very best in the world. Of course uh, they le- did. Le- legal team. Um, and they absolutely crushed UEFA to the point where financial fair play now looks redundant. So when you're talking about, oh, next season, you know, how well will we do? I don't know how well we do because this all depends how many players Man City will will. I mean, they've just had their nose blooded. They've got to win that Champions League this season. If they do that, their season's saved, big style. Yeah. If they lose it, whoa. And I, I don't know if Pep Guardiola will stay after that. I don't know. Probably will, but, you know, that, that does bring into question. But they can spend. And that's been said now that, that there's very little that UEFA can do. So we're going to struggle against it because we're not going to have that sort of money yet. Um, I, I have my hopes in five years' time that we will be able to spend pretty big. But it, it's about spending clever. You're quite right, Javid. It, it's, you know, you can throw money at it, but, geez, you know, you can get yourself a Balotelli. Um, you can get a Pogba, who is in and out, one of the best players in the world on his day. And then other days, when he played the other day, he was just awful. He really was a show pony. He should have given him a flaming rosette. You know, it's flaming bloke. <laughs> you know, so... Um, it, it, as, as a Pogba as a player 100 million to sign him 45 million to his agent um, yeah. his coefficient is pretty poor I, I would imagine when you look at um, Fernandes I mean he's far better than Pogba as, a, as an effective player I would say he's a better player overall on skill but effectiveness so his coefficient is much better so we got to hope that we could now start to recruit a little more cutely and get those players, not and Dembele, 
who's hobbling around for the season because that's what he's doing and it's been a complete waste so far and I really hope that Mourinho can get the best out of it if they can and some of the youngsters yeah we, we can we can compete and get the players we've got at the moment and you're right Bex these players were playing some beautiful football so they've got to get back to it who knows but yeah a top four would be an absolute success for me um, for next season mm-hmm Liverpool, uh, you know, Chelsea, Man United, are all going to look to kick on. Arsenal, if they've got any money, will look to kick, work to buy players and kick on. Um, Wolves and Leicester, don't know what their business plan is because they're a bit of an unknown in this situation, aren't they? Um, it'd be interesting to see what they do this season. I, I, I can't see that Levy's going to be happy with maintaining the status quo unless that's his business plan. He'll want us to be up there in the, in the top four. Champions League because that's yeah. where the extra money yeah. is to pay yeah. for things and that's what he'll want exactly um, I, we, I think we were lucky to have Pochettino and to come second with the team and yep. the players that we've had and you can never rest on your laurels in this game and unfortunately that's what we did yeah you yeah. know uh, it, it was when I can remember Levy saying there yes we're not going to lose any players he never said we weren't going to buy any fucking players either <laughs> you know and that, that stagnation is where it all stems from and um you know, we we can get back up there. I don't think it will take a lot. I think there's it's one or two players to fit Poch's uh, to not Poch's style. Jose, Jose, Jose. more yeah, slip yeah. of the tongue. Freudian. Oh, that, I won't tell you about more my beer. No, <laughs> no, don't. No. <laughs> Right, before I bring things to a head, I just wanted to mention, nothing raised to Spurs, but Leicester City, um, I am so chuffed, so chuffed <laughs> they didn't qualify for the Champions League. Um, Gary Lineker tweeted something about, uh, something along the lines today of, of, of uh, you know, football being tough and whatnot. Um, I'm so glad that, that they are not at the top table. You don't say we booked to the sword, do you? Well, I mean, I think that that gives me even more pleasure, the fact that we, we gave them a, 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 a bit of a footballing lesson last week and, and a Harry Kane masterclass. And, uh, yeah, um, I, I'm still still bitter about them winning the league when they did. So I'm, I'm quite glad that, that their season fell apart um, when it did. Um, it's, it's interesting again goes back to COVID and lockdown if if the season hadn't pulled then um, would results have been different for, 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 for a few teams I suspect I suspect it would have um, yep Sheffield United yep yep see I, I thought I think the break helped Wolves in a big way because they, the amount of European games they played up to that point when we, it was looking mm-hmm. like they'd just run themselves into the ground but that that little extended break helped them out and gave them yeah. the little push that they needed. I mean, I don't think they actually fulfilled the um, performances that they showed during the season because I think they played some nice football and, and possibly deserved to be higher. <laughs> but again, fuck them as well. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> right, and on that note, um, this has been the final podcast of this season. Um, all that's left for me to say is thank you, Bex. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you, guys. It's been fun. Thank you, David. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who's appeared on the podcast over the course of this um, this season. It's prolonged the season. Thank you to all our listeners. This has been the Tottenham Family Podcast. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Come on Tottenham, the base of bloody slow You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen Put on that lily white and run on to that green White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's at its low tonight We fought our team through thick and thin and all those boring nights And when the game is done we'll sing a song and talk it out all night Hey, Come on Tottenham, stick it in the goal Come on Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow You are the first team, the last team, my dreams have ever seen Pull on that lily white and run on to that green Oh, we've seen them come, we've seen them go, the names up on our shirt Gods have failed as men are hailed and faces in the dirt Now gather round and sing it out and we'll talk out over her